Greetings, Heathens and Heretics. Welcome to uh, our September review. We're running, well, we probably will be running a little bit late by the time this episode goes up, but it was a really fucking strong month, September. So we kind of picked out our top sort of 11 or 12 that we want to talk about because we, we couldn't really cover them all. It just wouldn't be possible. So, um, yeah, a real, real mixed bag of stuff, death metal, return of sort of, you know, well-known bands, a couple of new bits and pieces, some legendary death metal. It, it, we had the full, the full works and potentially a couple of, you know, 2023 top tens in the mix as well. So um, how are we both this evening? Padre is in from the desert in darkness. <laughs> what time is it? Yeah. Late? Yeah. You're a couple of hours ahead of us. It's all good. Yeah. All right, well, let's uh, let's kick it off right and go back to the start of the month, or roughly the start of the month. Um, so the first one is a band we'd never heard of prior to this, to be fair, Death Metal, um, band called Hanging Fortress. The album's called Suspended in Torment, self-released album as well, to be fair. And um, this kind of came out of nowhere, to be honest with you. Um, how many riffs can you stuff into a Death Metal album, I think, is the, is the best way to look at it, because... It's just fucking, even in the first song, it's just riff after riff after riff after riff. Um, I really fucking enjoyed this. It's not going to be a, you know, a album of the year type of thing, but yeah, absolute fucking banger. I like the riffs. I like the riffs. I, I, I can't get on board with the, the, the vocals. I'm sorry. Well, you've got I this, just... you've got this thing about, about those vocals, haven't you? I just, I'm not, I just, it, it's, 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 it's a shame really because, but I, I like the riffs, so, uh, and I agree with you that you know it's just chock a block with them. But it just the lyrics make it so difficult sometimes for me and probably other people like me to really, really be motivated to go and give it that third listen or the second listen or whatever. The, however many listens it takes for an album like this to grow on you. So it's you know it's a bit of a that that and that's one of the reasons why it took me so long to start listening to new stuff again because uh, you know just. But yeah, it's it's definitely um uh the, the riffs are definitely worth listening to. Um so it's definitely something I'll go back and listen to again. But I'm just not I wasn't like, oh my god, this is great. You know, I was I had to really dedicate, you know, myself to listen to it, you know. I think what I got from it, it, it was just straight away the, the riffs were just so fucking hooky. I mean, I I get what you mean about vocals. I mean that something I struggle with death metal sometimes anyway, but I kind of got past it with this album because it, the the riffs are just so fucking good. Um, the opener scalped is just straight into just chug 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 riffs. Um, strewn across the altar is probably the, the standout song for me. There's a um, there's, there's a riff just after the intro, which is it's one of the best I've heard in months. I, I, it's a weird one. It just it just kind of some of the death metal doesn't normally do, and it hooks me in. Sort of straight away, and I'm sort of quite surprised by that. And I've listened to it several times through the month, and really enjoyed it every time. I haven't got bored with it, which that's normally what happens. Um, it's got a little touch of the Sanguisuga Bogs about it in places. It's got similar kind of snare sound as well, just not quite so disgusting. I think is probably the word. But voice of reason, what do you think old, of it? It's got the older uh, illegible indecipherable death metal uh, band logo as well. Well, that's that's a must. That's a must. But to be fair, it's got really cool artwork. I think so. No, I've, I've, yeah, I've, no, it has. Really. I quite like it. And um, like I will say this as well. Yeah, the riffs are good. But also, what I like about it is 
I think the production on the guitars, the got the guitar sound is good as well because it's not. I mean, if I if I get hit with the double whammy of like really growly vocals and quite sludgy, ill-defined guitar tones, that that I can't even listen to that kind of stuff. But the guitar tone and the production on this album, the guitars are not like that. It's very crunchy. Yeah, it's got it's got very, a, it's got a depth and a warmth to it. The guitar sounds. Yes, yeah. yes, yeah. it's definitely. But for that, it's, that's why for me it's worth listening. Voice of reason, gonna weigh in on that. What you thought of it? Yeah, I mean, certainly, I can't disagree with the comments about it being very riffy. Um, very riffy. I mean, I I, lo- I like the unpredictability of it in that regard. Um, and fair fair placement in, in in you know for all of that. I kind of echo what um, Padre says here because when you've got you know that 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 sort of level of accessibility with with different riffs going on. Um, you kind of at that crossroads with what kind of band you want to be. And I know I saw some reviews that say it's a bit thrashy, which I didn't quite get myself, but... No, I don't get that. Maybe, no, maybe it's the level of the, 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 the riff quota that made people say that, possibly. But, yeah, I mean, when, when you're at that point where there's a, there's a lot of things, a lot of ways to hook people in, that, you know, it's got that accessibility, then, yeah, you, you've got to think about your vocals, and they are very, very sort of raw, cult, death metal vocals for yeah. you, Probably, yeah, less my thing, um, unless there's a certain kind of thing going on. For me, though, I, I think, you know, I, I, I still I still like songs and I still like melodies. And as much as there's a lot of riffs here, it's very minimal on that kind of stuff. So it's probably not going to be the kind of thing that pulls me in over the long term. Um, but I kind of would like to see them go down that route because I think they've got that potential. Yeah, yeah, I I, I agree. It's um, it, it's it's a raw start, I suppose, isn't it? And look, they, they 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 caught a lot of people, a lot of people's imaginations across social media, and that they, you know, a lot of people and a lot of love for this album. So it, it might be one of those potential situations they hone their sound a little bit, and they could do something really cool in the future. So you know, but yeah, look, as far as death metal goes, it's 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 been one of the better ones I've heard this year. So I'm all for it, and uh, yeah, it's. I reckon it could sound great live, you know, sort of properly beefed up. The vocals might make more sense live as well with the delivery. Who knows? But yeah, yeah, look, a fucking cracker of an album. Um, right, straight in then. So, Cavell Attack, Endling. So, they made a comeback this year. It's the first album since 2020 Split, uh, which was the first album with the new singer. Um, <coughs> replacing singers is never easy. Now, I, I do, I love. Cavell Attack. The first two albums I really enjoyed, but since then I've not I've not really paid a great deal of attention to them and not been that fussed. But um straight away this one, I love the album cover for a start. I know they love their owls, but I do particularly like this one. So I had I just felt like I needed to give it a listen. First single that drops, um, I thought was really cool. It was, if I remember right, I can't even remember what it was called because the song titles are all in Norwegian. Um Krotoveg to Helvet. I think is what it is, <laughs> which this album's got a lot of classic rock in it. And it's got a lot of stuff like the hives, thin Lizzy and things that is all mixed in with the, the black metal and the more extreme stuff and the punky stuff that they always do. It feels a bit more experimental, but I've, I've listened to it. God knows how many times because I know they're not necessarily that accessible, but the more I have it, the more I have listened to it, the more I've enjoyed it. And I think it's a fucking great album. I don't know if you two agree, but I, very accessible. Yeah. 
like the vocals, like the uh, the tone changes as well. Um, very totally, totally unpredictable. Stuff comes out of nowhere on this album. Yeah, it's good. It's it, it's clever as well. But it's there's some real thoughts. There's some real thoughts gone into the arrangement. They 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 open the album with you know that like the previous mentioned Krota Veg to Helvet whatever it's called, and it's nearly eight minutes long. And they open in the album. Like, That's bold for a start going down that and. The title track, I think, is 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 a great, great song. I, I still can't quite get my head around what they're trying to do with it, but just it's something about this band that when they when they get it right, they get it right, like really right, like the first two albums were. When I first heard Cavalli Tap back in 2010, I was kind of a bit blown away by them because there wasn't anybody doing anything like it. It was fucking, yeah, completely out there. Completely out of there, but love this one. It may, it may even creep, creep its way into my top ten. I like it that much. Yeah, it's um, it's an interesting one because they're the kind of band that I should be really into at this point. Yeah, you should be. Um, They're up your I street. Really should be. I, I and I think I, I don't know. I mean, like I say, the last fifteen years they've sort of been kicking about. I think it might just sort of say more about where my tastes have been in the last fifteen years um, than the band itself. I think what's sort of become obvious by listening to this album, just because of the timing and, you know, the fact I'm sort of making the effort there, is I, I don't, they're accessible, but I don't think they're an immediate band. And it's because of how they put those melodies together and, you know, yeah. construct everything. And I think that's kind of my my fault in the past, where I've never given them the time to go, you know, they because they've got that rock and roll element, that scuzzy, garagey kind of feel. But the mix always sort of jarred with me previously, and I thought, oh, I'll come back to that. And I just never did with this band. Yeah. I, no, I, don't, I don't know. I, I don't know. I think I might have seen them live once, but I, I don't know. I mean, it's one of those where it all blurs into one, and I, I, I might have just been mixing up my memories. But um, I think I listened to Split as well, again, three years ago. But again, we were all a bit distracted at that point in time. So I probably... A little bit. A little bit. Didn't really, yeah. But, it, you know, this... What I'm getting from this album is it's a grower. And I think that's kind of really the point of this band is very it's definitely you know, that. Yeah. They're, they're, it is a grower. But I do like what I've heard. Um, they're, they're very deft little melodies, very sublime. And they've got choruses, which they're not big choruses, but they're, you know, they flow, they gel. Yeah, yeah there's, you know, maybe, maybe a little bit of alternative rock sort of going in there as well. But, you know, there's a blend of things. And, and as you say, those song links sort of near, you know, dotted throughout. Um, I think, I think, you know, what I'll say at the moment is it's clearly a good album, um, but I need a lot more listens before I can really come up with a final opinion. But I want to listen to it. So that's that's where I, I kind of I've got to. I've probably I've probably listened to it a good 15 times. And, and <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, yeah, I, 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 I yeah. just haven't. I'm nowhere near that stage. I mean, I, I, I you know, not being a driver. Yeah, exactly. Know. It's been yeah, I, it's been a morning commute album quite a bit. Yeah, so, yeah. It's, I mean, it's I mean, helped I, me really enjoy it. I mean, this is the thing is I, I, I do a, I do a walk in the morning in the evening when I'm not running because I don't I don't listen to music when I run. Um, but yeah, obviously morning and the evening, I'll go for a walk just locally just to keep up the legs and whatnot. So I always have an album on. But in the, you know, in the evenings, listening time is limited if I'm sort of watching TV while I'm doing other things and reading. So it's I don't have as much time as you. So yeah. come, come back to it at the end of the year. Oh, no, I, no, it, it will be. It's one I want to persevere with yeah. gradually. Gradually, yeah. I think that's the thing. I don't. I think in some ways this is an album to maybe stick on once a week, maybe. 
there are yeah there are there are bands you kind of got to work out a little bit but i think in yeah, general it's... yeah when you when you break it when you break through the barrier it, it's worth yeah. it you know it's like there's out al- there's albums on this list to be like oh i want to listen to that again right now yeah. this is not one of those kind of albums i don't yeah. think it needs a, a certain kind of work and approach well we definitely had a couple of those in september we'll get to them we'll get to them um another one that had a lot of fuss this month and i, I can see they're a band that kind of divide opinion a fair bit and you can kind of understand why um i first discovered them only a couple of months ago doing this this hundred death metal albums journey and um i, I really liked what i heard but again for different reasons to grell attack they're not exactly immediate so this is tomb mold canadian death metal band new album called the enduring spirit it came out in 20 bucks spin and we love 20 bucks spin because they they chuck out some incredible music they have done all year this is definitely an acquired taste. I'll give my view on it in a minute. I'm curious to know, voice of reason, particularly from you, what you thought of this. I'm going to have to hold my hands up and say, quite frankly, this is not for me. <laughs> That's what it's going to be. It's going to be one or the other, isn't it? I, I am. I mean, I'm sure that I, I, they've got a very devoted fan base. And I'm sure if people are going to say, no, nah, you've got to, you got to work in it. You've got to keep at it. You've got to keep at No, I know this is not going to be my thing. It's just... For me, I don't want to come along and say it's just noise because I always I hate that fucking phrase and I think it's pretentious, condescending bollocks. But yep. they're obviously doing a very specific arty thing that works for them and will work for various listeners. It I know after just one one listen, it's not going to work for me. It's not it's not going to be something I want to listen to and I'm going to enjoy. So good luck to people who, who it's like it. It's one of those. Yeah, you're yeah. either you're either going to really <laughs> like it for whatever reason, or you're just going to think. No, no, this this doesn't do it for me. And where this, like you were saying about Cavell Attack, where you should, you should love that band. I shouldn't like this. This is not <laughs> up my street at all. Not only do I struggle with death metal, I also struggle with anything progressive, as we know. And this is very much both of those things. But you you opened yourself up more to the horrendous album. Yes, and I I raised it initially, and then I'm I'm thinking, you know what, maybe not. So, yeah, see, but I still haven't, I still haven't clicked with that. I just know there's something in there that I, I, I keep getting moments, but not enough. I, that I'm going to come back to, but this one actually clicked with me relatively quickly. I was quite surprised, and I can hear elements of between the buried and me in their music, and certainly in the more progressive stuff. But then there's obviously straight up death metal. There's early death stuff in there, you know. So it's it's a mix of those type of things. It's a bit lazy to just call them progressive death metal, I think, because I think they're, they are a little bit more than that. What they are, I don't know. Um, I know they've been getting grief for how they dress, which is fucking ridiculous. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's just... just don't. Yeah, I, just, just... I don't just, get that. All, but, it, all it takes is one idiot in the world to write something stupid on the internet, basically, and everyone just takes it too seriously. Yeah, yeah, exactly, Which is which is clearly what happened, but... The one track I want to talk about is is the album closer, Enduring Spirit of Calamity. And it's it just kind of builds and builds and builds. I mean, you think that, you know, there's loads of progressive kind of heavy songs that do that. They start off quiet or they, you know, they, they go up and down. <clears throat> and all that. But this this is about 11 minutes long and it just builds and builds and builds. And it's just got this just sort of massive crescendo finish. It's not massively heavy, but it's it's epic and dramatic and, I can't again. I cannot put my finger on why I like this album so much. It is. It has walked into my top ten. It's walked into my top ten albums, flopped its cock out, and slapped them all around the face. 
that's how surprised I am that I like this album. So I don't, I don't know what to say to that, quite frankly. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm amazed by it because I shouldn't like it. I just shouldn't. But I, I really do. So there you go. It's a fucking revelation. I mean, you know, I could appreciate, funny enough, I could appreciate the quieter moments, the slightly more chilled out jazzy moments. But this is the thing, and this is why they're an acquired taste of thing, because you've got a lot of those quieter jazzy moments, but you've still got guttural death metal vocals over the top of it, which is going to jar an awful lot of people. Yeah. You know, so... I just I just reflected on the, the enduring spirit of calamity. Um, I didn't listen to the album. Sorry, I just put the uh, put the song on seven minutes thirty two. That bit that it goes really slow and quiet. You're right. That is very progressive for you. That is <laughs> that's almost Freudian. <laughs> you know, that's like. But no, I get it. Like I'm. I mean, I'm sorry if you, if a death metal band is writing a song that's eleven minutes thirty five seconds long. And it's not boring, then that's that's yeah that's special. Yeah. Um that's definitely you know, I will go away and listen to this. You know, I just I'm, I'm really sorry, I need to just do something. Saudi Arabia has hobnobs. <laughs> how how much were those hobnobs? Just out of curiosity. That's a fine. That is a fine. How much? How much were the hobnobs? I don't know. I just saw them on the um <laughs> shelf and put them in. I, they weren't that much. I'm still like, you know, I'm still at that point. You know, like when you go when you go to a new country and you're not sure about you're still working out the currency and you're also still trying to get a grasp of the currency and how it relates to the your home currency. So like, you know, I'm buying like a coffee that's like four reals and I'm giving them a five hundred note and they're just looking at me saying, What the fuck am I supposed to do with this? And I'm like, Well I haven't really... Yeah, it's um I just like I mean I went like when I went to IKEA last week and I was just putting stuff in the trolley and it's like, how the fuck do they spend like three hundred quid? No. But you know. Setting up a new house, so but yeah, the hobnobs were a good fun. They do have chocolate digestives as well, so you know Saudi Arabia's already scored several points over Italy. Um, Let me know when you can get pink there's... wafers. <laughs> yeah, that that, that 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 is that's the dream. Yeah, chocolate hobnobs as well would be a dream. I want um I I want a week I want a weekly update on uh, on snacks and biscuits and things. I think because. Well, like you know, the the big the big flat fancy supermarket near me is called Lulu, and I was really disappointed <laughs> that I didn't see Lou Reed and James Hetfield in there when I was, I was like, you know, they could at least play the album. No, um, no, fucking god, no. But, you know, no. I'm, I'm sure it'll go down quite well here. But That'd the be a hangable offence in Saudi. I'm, I, I'm my. There's not much to be fair. There's not, and there's not a massive amount to do here other than shop or stay on the compound. Um, but there's there's a Marks and Spencers. I'm going there on Friday. I'm I'm and I'm hoping that there's a food hall. <laughs> now there's not going to be pork pies. Is there haram? Yeah, but, there's definitely not going to um, be pork pies. No. Yeah, I mean, I, but you know, have you ever have you ever come across beef bacon? This bacon is just made from beef. It's <laughs> fucking shit. It's dry. It doesn't taste of anything. Yeah. Well, anyway, so, sorry. Go back to talking five, about beef. Yeah. Fuck it. Anyway, yeah. So no, let's let's move on. Anyway, let's just. One legendary band drops an album in September um, while we're talking about Death Metal. Cannibal Corpse new album, Chaos Horrific. I'm going to hand this over to The Voice of Reason because I know you actually liked this, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I, I, I enjoyed it. It's it's not had a great deal of listening so far. Um, and I'm straight up, I, I've this is the first Cannibal Corpse album I've listened to in full in my life. So, Fucking hell. Um, yeah, well, it was... Which is understandable, to be fair. You know. The journey's we're we're approaching that point of the journey where where I'm going to be you know 
the second, I think it's the second and third album is the one to listen to in the, from the nineties. Um, oh, I can't, I can't go on with that early Cannibal Corpse. Yeah, stuff. well, <laughs> I'll get there. But uh, yeah, Chaos horrific. Um, really solid death metal. Enough dynamism to keep me interested. Interested. Um, accessible enough. You know, just just balanced, really. Um, savage, heavy, riffy. Um, I can't really, to be honest, analyse it too much, other than it's a pretty good death metal record. Yeah, it's one of those. <laughs> if, if you're if you're a fucking death metal nut, you're going to love it, aren't you? Because it's Cannibal Corpse. Yeah, that's, that's what it, they yeah. do. But um, it's quite thrashy. I, I find it. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's, that's the thing. I think that's that's where accessibility comes in. It's not yeah. too too guttural um, or raw or whatnot. So, so yeah. I'm coming. I'm I'm coming around to the idea. Of Cannibal Corpse. I must admit, it's certainly the latest stuff. The that early stuff I can't go on with. It, I don't know whether it's the production or or what, but it that doesn't really. That's that's not the to quote um, Royal Republic. That is not the uh, surprise thumb up the bum that you didn't know you enjoyed. <laughs> would, you um, say, would you would you say that some of like Cannibal Corpse's like you need the early stuff's not for you. Would you would you could could you characterize the earlier stuff as being slightly I think immature would be the best word to describe it. Like they've matured, so they're like they're not as they're, yeah, they're, they're going less shock value. Yeah, potentially. I mean, Cannibal Corpse can't really shock any more than they originally did. But when you think about it, 30 years ago death metal was a lot more extreme, whereas now it's it's just it's just not, is it? It's you know, Cannibal Corpse would could play all sorts of different types of festivals and they're going to pull a crowd, so it's just. I think we're just almost a bit more numb to extreme metal. I mean, these yeah, days, well, yeah, we've been desensitized to it. Yeah, I mean, exactly. I, I exactly. Think so, Corpse, I, I mean, think Cannibal Corpse would go down well at Glastonbury. You know what? They probably fucking would, from an ironic point of view. Although paying three hundred and sixty pounds to see Cannibal Corpse might be a little bit strong. That's why how much tickets are now. That's how much tickets are next year. Yeah. Yeah. So, so there you go. But um look, one shout out to the last track, Drain You Empty, which was yeah, that's, that's, that's the one. There's there's a massive breakdown just after three minutes in there, and the yeah. last sort of that's Big that, riff. Yeah, that that, Big that got riff. my head nodding, definitely. But yeah, that was like that was like it finished like, oh, I was stopped. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was a perfect round off to the album. Yeah. I've, I've never never really seen them live properly. I caught a little bit of a bloodstock years ago, but I think you know, catch them at a festival or something. I will pay a bit more attention because, and Corpse Grind is a legend anyway. So, oh yeah, we can't. Yeah, he's he's, he's one of the good ones. We can't. Yeah, exactly. exactly. We, we can't so, ignore him. No, so fair play, Cannibal Corpse still doing it and still you know just fucking, their fans clearly love what they do, so they can't really go wrong. Um, right, we had a couple of in inverted commas UK hardcore albums out in September. Um, one from Guilt Trip and one from Grove Street. So we'll talk about Guilt Trip first. Very much in the Malevolence family. The album's called Severance. Yeah, a lot of it is classic UK hardcore, but you've got that sort of slightly accessible touch, I suppose, like Malevolence have. It's, it's quite similar in a way. Um, I enjoyed most of it. I like them anyway. I think they're they're very cool. It's, it's up my street. Um, couple of tracks on Broken Wings, The Gates, just proper fucking mosh anthems, but... Some of the clean vocals in this don't really sit quite right with me, which I think you're going to agree with that. Yeah, I mean you're you're the UK hardcore hardcore man on this on this pod, so <clears throat> I defer to your expertise in that. I, I thought it was all right, certainly, and you know you got some good good solid riffs that cross 
over. But yeah, you, I, I think, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm okay with clean vocals. I don't, I don't dislike them like you do in a lot of places. But there's a time and a place. Time and a place. Yeah. I did, why? Yeah. But it kind of took me out of it. I think with this, and it just kind of almost reduced the power of the album. Yeah, it did. Yeah, yeah, exactly that. Yeah, I think the the impact dropped off a little bit. I mean, don't get me wrong; it's it, it's still a it's still a banger of an album. And UK Hardcore's in a really good state at the minute. Like we said, just mentioned Grove Street, Malevolence, Rough Justice. There's some really good stuff out there, and they're all they're breaking out a little bit, and they are doing something a little bit different. So I suppose, in that sense, you kind of got to give them a bit of respect for trying it. But the the best moments on this album are just the ones that are just straight up. Hardcore mosh pit anthems, no messing, no nonsense. That's what they do well. So, I think malevolence of their sound has is got more of a um, more of an affinity with the clean vocals and the melody than than guilt trip have. Guilt trip are a bit more straight up hardcore. Malevolence have gone a bit more metal, which allows yeah. that clean vocals and the melody. So, yeah, it's it's lazy to compare the two considering the relationship, but. But it's a really good album, really enjoyed it. But yeah, maybe he's off on the clean vocals next time. But Grove Street, The Path to Righteousness, this is a whole different kettle of fish, this one. This is yes. this 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 is another one that's that's gone in the top ten. Vinyl turned up today. What a fucking album. What a fucking album. Padre, I don't know if you've listened to this, but as a suicidal tendencies fan, you should like it. I will check it out. It's got suicidal in, in droves. Some of this don't, fucking brilliant. Don't be, don't be put off by the album cover because that is not what I would expect from a <laughs> UK hardcore. I mean, that no. is that is very dodgy mid eighties, obscure heavy metal, yeah, yeah, amateur stuff. I mean, you know, it's 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 you know, it's for what it is. Yeah, great music, but it's just really you're a hardcore band. Yeah, it's a bit weird. It is a bit weird. Yeah, but, but yeah, no, they, I, they, I can they, get on board with that. It's fine. Yeah. But yeah, they, they they dropped this. It was this. This wasn't even like, I suppose, on radar previously. No. Was it? I think of a thing. I think it was just like, oh, we're dropping it today. Yeah, I mean, I, I I've never heard of this band before. Um, Southampton blokes. Yeah. But it's it, what I really like about this album again is the dynamism. Yeah. It's not. It's not a Route One hardcore album. It's there's there's a lot of. You think of what hardcore's been through the years. The different the different approaches. The different dynamics. It's got all of that. I mean, as you say, that second song on the album, where it where the verse kicks in, and I mean, you, you know, you said suicidal tendencies. For me, that was I just thought biohazard straight away. Yeah, yeah, same kind absolutely. Of thing. Yeah, you know, yeah. but then then you've got you got times where they they rip it up and just go full throat, double pedal, yeah. proper hardcore, fast, and yeah. it, and it you know, and it's not it's not that it's every. Each track follows a slightly different template, um, and you know, I, I I wasn't. My initial thoughts were it lacked a bit of punch, and I do wonder if maybe I th- I think the next time those guitars can be tweaked a bit because I think I think they're a two guitar band, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, two guitar band. Yeah, and I did. I yeah. wondered if they sound like a one guitar band a lot of the time. Um, it sounded a bit better on 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 later listens, definitely. But I think I think that's something for, for next time is. They could get beefier, yeah. But yeah. having said that, the rest of it they've really they've really nailed down very well, and there's a charisma to them as well. Yeah, um, yeah, completely. You know, that's what I like and confidence. Um, 
bit of classic rock in the mix as well. So, I mean, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, like I say, UK hardcore is not nowhere near my thing as much as yours, but I will be enjoying this. I think they're, they're, they're probably closer to crossover thrash than they are hardcore, to be honest. They've always been in with the hardcore scene, play with hardcore bands, but this is this has definitely got more of that late 80s suicidal tendencies, that How Will I Laugh Tomorrow era suicidal. Even the guitar sound, like you say, is quite similar to suicidals on that album, so I'm all for it. It's it's just fucking great. It's, if we're going to call it a hardcore album, it's it's easily the hardcore album of the year. It's topped off bugging, and it's the hardcore album of the year for me. So yeah, yeah well, yeah, yeah. And and I just I just love it when you get a surprise package when you don't know it's coming. Yeah, don't know. You know, I've heard of the band, I know their music, but not in any great detail. And all of a sudden, bang, this album drops, and it's yeah. just a fucking absolute rip snorer. That's yeah. happening a lot this year, so. Yeah, and you know it's it's kind of wrong to complain, really, isn't it? So you know, um, yeah. Like, if you're into that kind of thing, give it a listen because it's it's just a fucking, it's just so so good. So many breakdowns, loads of groove, plenty of attitude. It's, it's got the full work. So yeah, give them time. It's a band I definitely want to catch live. Something that we a, a band that we were looking forward to a debut album. So, and if you remember Christmas last year. We oh, we first were listening to this band. Yeah, it's going back that far. Um, <laughs> those two moonlit sorcery, moonlight sorcery EPs that we just we fucking we fucking loved them. And it was like, yeah, when this band do a debut album of full length, it's gonna be something quite special. Um, so it's called Horned Lords of the Thorned Castle. Yeah, that right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that theme carries on yeah. as well. Um look, for anybody who doesn't know who Moonlight Sorcery are, they are a new black metal band, they're Finnish. So they take a, a very sort of over-the-top black metal sound and they they make it finish, I think is the way to is 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 the way to judge it. It's got that finish flair. Um I, I love this. I absolutely fucking love it. I was expecting to like it, which is always dangerous because it could suck. You could expectations yeah, yeah, really yeah, high. Yeah, yeah. But this this is this has just ticked every box for me. I mean, I mean, the first thing I'll say when I when I listen to this first time round, and it's a forty five minute, you know, minute album, so that's it. For great, yeah. that all that just about fit on the TDK ninety side. <laughs> for, there you go, 40, 44 minutes fifteen seconds. That's it. That's Perfect. that is a mark of a mark of a good album if you can fit on one side without losing a couple of tracks at the end. That's it. Teenage Anthony is happy. And this does that. This does that perfectly. But after that first listen, my God, I was exhausted. <laughs> um, I mean, how can I describe this album? This it is. This really does sound like a marauding bunch of Vikings stumbling across a superhero convention after party. <laughs> it's <laughs> you know, it, it, it's it's black metal, fundamentally black metal, yeah, uh, in terms of structure. But they basically said, you know what? We're not miserable cunts. Yeah. They're gonna we're gonna write some big, epic, glorious, triumphant riffs that go, you know, rise high until Val Valhalla and whatnot. And we're all drinking and smiling and we're covered in face paint, but fucking hell, yes, <laughs> we love being alive. And it's like nothing I've ever heard before. You know, there's no choruses here, let's be honest. There, there, there's no, no. No. It's not that kind of album. 
Uh, and I think they need to basically just ebb and flow a bit more because you do have that in black metal. Um, and say for the penultimate track uh, into the silvery shadows of night where they do just pull back a bit, it is a bit of a relentless double pedal full on uh, fest. Uh, and I think they just need to sort of, yeah, just, just mix up a little bit more. But it feels so, like they're. It feels like they're excited to get the album out. Oh, it? mate, mate, I, th I think they just they just got so many ideas coming on. To, you know, for for me, all these guitar lines and all these riffs and all these melodies, and they just and, and they 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 blend them all together very well. It all works. Each track works. But yeah, I think <laughs> it feels like you know what maybe <laughs> whoever your producer was, you needed a little bit more quality control. But let's let's not. These are minor criticisms because. This is a fucking enjoyable album. Yeah. And I cannot see how anyone who, who doesn't, anyone who loves metal will not like this album. I know they might say, oh, it's black metal. I don't do black metal. It's a bit, bit too harsh and, you know, shrieking and all that. Just fuck it. But there's, it's, there's so much to grab a hold of in this album and enjoy. Simple yeah. as that. I, I think, you know what? I'm going to be, I, I think initially, I think these songs are better off listening to solo rather than as an album. Just because I think because point. of just how bit how they are because of how much is going on in each song, I think maybe maybe listening to it that here and there and come back to it as an album a bit later on because yeah I think it's just a bit overwhelming I think early on <laughs> with the listens but long term listening it is one of the albums of the year. Yeah, I I completely agree. It's um it, it's just so much fucking fun and they've got. They they kind of taken black black metal and they've made it flamboyant. Yeah, yeah. You know, exactly. which it just it shouldn't it shouldn't be the case. So I say they've like I said they've made it finish and you know some slightly lazy comparisons with Children of Bottom in terms of the, the keys and stuff. But, like but it that. is it is it, it, it is it is but power. It's, but it's, it's accurate. It's power black metal basically. Yeah, yeah. Or black power metal. I don't know, but it is a weird mash. Well, it's not even a weird mash of two. It works brilliantly. Yeah, but no one's ever done it before because. I think you've got to, you? um, got to have a shout. Got to have a shout out to the instrumental that's on the album. Just let me read the title: "Moonlight Dance of the Jester's Blood-Soaked Rituals." Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you got a bit of spoken word in that, I think, haven't you? A little bit, and then the, yeah. the last sort of forty seconds are just pure eighties synth. Yeah, and it's like, where does it all fucking come from? And you're right; they've got they've got balls to do this kind of thing to black i think also the, the opener to uh yon silma that sort of folky mm. more calm yeah that works yeah. well more of that yeah and, and they've clearly got that in their locker so whatever they do in the future they start you know, like you say mixing things up i i can see 15 minute songs coming out of a band like this oh god yeah yeah you know it, it's, but, it's, I, but, but yeah. again it, it bodes well because it's like you know you you you've got that knack for melodies so there's no reason why you can't do some good choruses and just become something yeah you know, you know but yeah you don't have you have to sort of become you know sort of daytime rock band by any means but you've got that potential um, yeah, i know he, i know i know one of the plays in vansidian doesn't he so uh yes yeah maybe that's it. he's keeping that kind of thing for them but they also at the minute they're a three-piece now this is never <laughs> going to work live as a three-piece obviously but um, so I don't know what I don't know what the whether they are going to play live, whether they'll have second guitar player, keyboards, whatever. But I hope they play live. Oh god, yeah. And I hope that whatever they do live, 
you know, encapsulates the sound they can create, however they do that, whatever it may be. But I just cannot wait to see what it looks like in the flesh. Just so much fucking fun. More fun than black metal should ever be. Yeah. (laughs) Best way to look at it. Um, Right. One that you dropped on us in the month. Again, another one, another band that we'd never heard of um, from Germany, a band called Kerrigan. When I saw the name, I assumed they'd be Irish. I'm not entirely sure. Why. <laughs> <laughs> um, the album's called Blood Moon on uh, on High Roller Records. Um, yeah, really enjoyed this one. No messing, no frills, very subtle approach to classic heavy metal. And yeah. Yeah, this this is a, I mean, I think after a couple of listens, this is a very solid, solid metal album. As you say, it's classic, classic heavy metal. There's a little bit of everything from the 80s there, but it's yeah. it's not overwhelming it in your face too much there's a there's a restraint there but you know i think we sort of seen in, in other releases this year um i, th- I think partly thinks they could maybe just you know, raise raise those choruses up a bit it feels like they're sort of holding back a bit if i'm honest with you um yeah i see that but they've they've yeah like like i say their, their sound their sound is good the technique is good uh and it's yeah just an enjoyable classic metal record but you know, it gives them a, a good, good uh, jumping, jumping on board for going later. Yeah, it's, it's it's hard to pick out any real sort of highlight songs or highlight moments, but it's just one of those that, as you listen to it, it's a good driving album. I've definitely found yeah. that. It's very mid-paced. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When yeah. they gallop, it's a bit, it's a bit faster, but not relentless. Yeah, it makes me think of classic Saxon and things like that. It's, it's just got that sort of the plot isn't the right word, but that, like you said, mid-pace. It's um, yeah. They're um yeah they're one to one to watch I think if they develop a little bit more I'm looking forward to what they pub metal is the way I, I looked at this album <laughs> without without that being a bit insulting that's kind of what I, I get they just because it's just no frills no nonsense you know I don't know maybe in forty years time there'll be another Dumpy's Rusty Nuts we'll see oh <laughs> uh, evening Davy by the way um. Anyway, next one. A couple more left to get through. Uh, another band that released a debut this this month. Kids, all I think around about 18, 19 years old. Jesus um, Christ. Yeah, which is which is terrifying. If you've heard this album, it is terrifying. They're called Disguised Malignants. The album's called Entering the Gateways. Like I said, average age of about 18. Another Finnish band. It's death metal. You know, there's, there's not sort of beat about the bush that is is a death metal album but it's a fucking good death metal album and it's it's hooky it's catchy it's got great riffs it's got incredible solo some of the guitar work on this album is unreal for a load of kids but what did you think of this yeah i mean look i'm, I'm not going to sort of claim it's a five-star record at this point if, if, if you like your death metal you may do but i won't but it is a pretty damn good album and there should be laws against this kind of thing, against people of this age making albums at this level. You're making everyone else look fucking ridiculous and awful. Yeah, completely agree. It's, it's, um, it's, it's mad. I'm sorry. It's, 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 it's chat GPT. It's not, they're not writing it. That's what it is. <laughs> but yeah, it's, I mean, but like, like I say, I mean, you always want you all at the very least you want competency because at least with competency you can say right you've nailed all this but improve the songs improve the riffs get extra for going forward um and we're well beyond that 
you know, yeah. it's it's almost like they've been listening to death metal since birth, and it's part of their DNA. And it's like, well, you know, we're still. Well, we're I, of, I wouldn't be surprised if that is the case. Yeah, yeah. Well, probably. Yeah. I mean, if, well, uh, where are they? Is it? They're Finnish. So. Oh, Finnish. Well, there you go. In Christ. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Look, it is. It's a death metal album. There's no. There's no flourishes in that regard, but it's not Route One. It's there's enough going on in there to keep your attention. The riffs are good. The vocals are solid. Um, production is just about right. Maybe, yeah, maybe is, we could have a yeah. bit more heft to it, but as a as a debut, I think as a really, debut, yeah, just can't really go wrong with it. Seriously, fuck off. Stop it. Just rude. <laughs> <laughs> it's um yeah the future. I think. Going back to Bloodstock, we watched Torture Demon, who musically I think are good, maybe not quite there yet. And and there's another band from Denmark called Knackenaker, Knackenaker, Knackenaker. I'm going to try and say them. Yeah, we'll, never get it right. Anyway, but again, these are all like 18, 19 year olds, 20 at a push. And it's exciting to see kids of that age making music this fucking good. You I know? think this is why I always, I always. I mean, I hate, I hate when people say, oh, there's no good music anymore. It's all, always used to be good, better back in the day. And it's like, Fuck off! Yeah, it's fuck off. I mean, it's bullshit anyway. But there's, yeah. there's so right, right much... now, it's it's as far from the truth as you're going to get. There's so much, and the thing is, it, it, this does actually come back to a conversation about Gen, Gen Z or whatever Gen A or what I don't know where we are these days, youngsters and I all that. I I know, you know, we always see the the negative stuff on the news that pops up, but that's that's always been the case with young people. But we we know that I think in recent years young people have shied away from alcohol and drugs because they've got the internet they've got all sorts of other things to keep their attention they don't smoke as much but it's and so i think where the kids that latch onto music early on um on the internet in the last 15 years they've been able to build up their talents i think and i i think this is going to be a thing going forward where young people are going to be more talented at a younger age because They've had the freedom to do that and they don't have the pressure of doing fuck all with their lives that their peers might do. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, you are hundred percent right. You're hundred percent right. And it, so it's an exciting it's an exciting time to be a metal fan. It's an exhausting time to be a metal fan, to be quite honest. But, <laughs> but um but nonetheless, it's it's a, it's just such a fucking good time to be a metal fan. Can't deny it. Um right, before we get to the last album, we'll call it the headline album for the month. Yeah. Um, a couple of notable mentions that have come out because we, we just haven't got time to get through all of it. Um, there's a, a band that um was put my way earlier in the month called Task Force Toxicator. The album's called Laser Samurai. Terrible band name, terrible album name, terrible artwork, great fun crossover thrash album. I think it's, it's, it's the way to look at it. Um, yeah. I don't know if anybody else listened to it, but it's, it was good fun. I, I, I gave it a go, go. I mean, for me personally, it didn't really stand out a great deal. If anything, I'm a bit disappointed because I know you said terrible artwork, but I think if you're going to pastiche the first Star Wars poster, I want to yeah. hear a bit of sci-fi kind of stuff going on in your music. I want to, you know, maybe a bit few synths and a bit of synthwave or whatever, but make, make, do something appropriate. But I listened to the album and it's like, oh, it's fresh. Yeah, it's, like, it's I, fresh. I feel, I feel yeah. like I've been like, I need to discuss Helm's Deep in treacherous ways. Well, we were going to come to that because that was actually August and it's one we missed, but we we do... In fact, look, let's do that now because we wanted yeah. to tack it on the end anyway because it's... Um... Right, um, yeah. Okay, so as, as a massive Tolkien fan, 
obviously my attention gets drawn to that immediately. Um, great name for an album, awesome name for a band. Um, some of the song titles, I mean, Medusa's Requiem, that is a brilliant name for a song. <laughs> Mountains of the Scorpion, Sorcery, The Key, you know, uh, Fight or Flight. I, I like it. I think it's quite fun. Um, and again, it's a lot of crossover. There's a bit of 80s stuff going on there with the vocal lines and stuff. It, it's <laughs> just a bit... <laughs> It's eighties American power metal, isn't it? That's what this it is. is yeah, yeah. It it's, is. it's it's it's. It, I think it's a fun album. I, I, the the album art doesn't make sense. It's good, but it just doesn't make sense. It doesn't have to make is, sense. Is there, isn't there like a like like a little baby demon wanking at the bottom of it or something? <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, there is. And the, and the but there's a spaceship. There's a spaceship and like what looks like clothes <laughs> and there's swords and it's like, you know. But to be fair, yeah, that is, yeah. it's it's like a lot of the American power metal albums of the album comes in the eighties, but just executed better. Yeah, that's fair point. That's probably <laughs> cool looking at it, um, yeah. yeah when yeah. you pointed this out, I, I I think it's great fun. It's it's again, it's there's no reinvention of the wheel here. It, it's no. just take the wheel and just drive it hard. Re- really good like, guitar lines here here and there. Some good little riffs. It, you know, the start of it is just pure. Fist pumping, yeah, yes, this is going to be a great metal album kind of vibe. It's got that that leading, but yeah, it's US power metal, proper old school. It's a debut, yeah, 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 absolutely yeah. bloody worth a listen. An- another surprise one for the year, so yeah, re- yeah, lo- loads and loads of fun. Um, yeah, so a few other notable mentions. Uh, Primal Fear drops a new album this month, which I really enjoyed. Uh, a band called Anima Heretice, if that's pronounced right. Um, which was kind of kind of black metal, I suppose, but that was really enjoyable. Code Orange we talked about last week. Uh, has that grown on you anymore? Any more listens? I haven't listened to it since, quite, because of all the other bloody stuff I've had to listen to. Right, that was no use. Um, the Dying Fetus, the new Dying Fetus album, which, uh, which was raved about by an awful lot of people. Unfortunately, they're not a band that... I listened to them once, go, yeah, this is fucking good, and then... The, that relentlessness of of the the snare drum and that just fucking that just got a bit much after a while. Fast bit breakdown, fast bit breakdown. Um, Pain the truth. New York hardcore band dropped their debut album. That was really good and uh, and a, a, a romantic goth project type thing called Lord of Shadows came out right at the beginning of the month. That's an album I really enjoyed as well. So it's just it's just been a, a, an absolutely mental month but the one we want to talk about the most which is a definitely a potential right out there in the top two or three um the new nervosa album jailbreak on napalm records came out on the 29th of september what a fucking album and yeah I, we, we had it for a few yeah. weeks before release and i'd never really listened to it and about three days before it came out i thought I need to give this a go fuck me it just it twatted me right in the face yeah, well, that's, that's, that's so one good. way to say. I mean, again, <laughs> again, not a band I've, I've managed to sort of really get around to previously, and I know they've they they pretty much sort of changed their entire band since the last album. Yeah. I think yeah. they, I think their guitarist who didn't do vocals before is now doing the vocals, and they've got you know three new members, so it, it is essentially a new band. And of course, you've got that link up with Crypto as well, and also yeah. Code as well. So there's a bit of a a triumvirate there going. Uh, you know, they're all releasing albums this year. And, you know, we've already had two of them are good. But, I mean, you know what? It's just a fucking great 
metal album. You got yeah. it's. I mean, they're regarded as a thrash band. Okay, fair enough. But you got thrash. You got classic heavy. You got death. You got a bit. Of, you got everything in the mix. But it's there's even a bit of um. There's even a bit of Swedish in them as well. Yeah, mellow. Yeah, there's some mellow death there. Absolutely. Yeah. But it's the production. You know, you it's a savage, rawish but heavy, well produced uh, sound. It's big. The vocals, I mean, if, if that's the first time her doing the vocals on an album, then fair play to her because they are bang on for, for what they're doing. They're vicious, um, I think, is yeah. the vocal delivery, isn't it? Absolutely. Real snarl. And, I, I mean, you know, we, we have to talk about some of the songs. I mean, I, you know, with the title track, there's a there's a bit of a painkiller vibe to it. Um, classic old-school British heavy metal, hard, harmonised guitars. Like, you know, this, this, this album is absolutely lousy with them. It's It's ridiculous. You know, there's best singles. I think there's about four singles already released in various regards. Seed of Death, you know, as well as being a classic Doctor Who story, it's now going to be one of my favourite songs of the year. That's the what. That's what the one I was going to talk about. That 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 just that beautiful blend of of pounding heavy metal with harmony guitars. It's just they yeah absolutely nail it. Slow epic start and just kicking into a you know that sort of with the black metal tremolo picking just done in a uh, you know, a sort of um, accessible way. Um, Elements of Sin, you know, just another great sing single, but very much more of a death metal vein, I think, where the truth is a lie. Uh, look, it's it's just, it's interesting because there's four, there's 13 songs on it, it's 46 minutes. I think no song is about, is over five minutes exactly. I think they're all four and a half is like the longest yeah, song. Yeah, the longest, yeah. And, and I don't know, if part of me thinks, you know what? Maybe there's a couple of tracks here, but as much as as good as they all are, you could have maybe got rid of two or three, and maybe done a seven or eight minute track. I think you could you could have pushed yourselves here. I think you've got that capability. And I think a great metal album has that has that sort of longer one yeah. going on, sort of a bit more involved. And I think I'd like to see that next time. But for, yeah, like I say, thirteen songs, all of decent length, and they all just slay. Yeah, that's exactly the way to put it. And it's yeah. just. And, and in some ways, like, like a lot of what we have, it's no nonsense metal, but yeah. the songs are great and everything, and the execution is great. And I mean, like I say, they're playing Bloodstock next year. I'm pissed off now because they play, they play The Underworld, did a small UK tour just around the time I was having to move house. So that week was just nuts for me. Even if I had well, a ticket, it, it, I couldn't it, it have gone to see them. It will come because I think the album the album's been quite well received in the UK, and yeah. obviously if they're going to do Bloodstock next year. They're on the main yeah. stage as well, which Good. is great to yeah. see about a band like that. Um, they, they, it's one of those sets that you think they've this that needs to be triumphant. They need to come and just fucking lay it down. Yeah, and I've got a feeling they will if they can transfer how this album sounds onto a stage. They'll they'll be fucking just they'll just sound huge. I, I, they're one of the sets I'm really looking forward to now for next year because this album, this and alongside Moonlight, Sor Moonlight Sorcery, are the two albums of the month for me. And it's, and like I said, this two mold as well. They've all, they've all gone into my top ten. They've just fucked my top ten completely. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, I've, I've got enough now for a top, a good top thirty, but fuck knows on the order. Yeah, it, it's it's just oh. there's, there's one one other track I wanted to mention called Behind the Wall about. Um, about two minutes in, there's just this massive breakdown which goes straight into a huge fucking solo. And you just some of it you don't see coming. 
You know, you just think, oh, it's thrash, it's thrash. And then just, like say, a bit of harmony comes in, a melody or some huge chorus, whatever it may be. They remind me of of Arch Enemy when they were when they were at their well, best. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, maybe, I wanted to make the, the, the lazy comparisons, but no, it's they, got they, that they've got a similar it's, kind of punch. Yeah, absolutely. That's that's been my thought all along. That's really why it appeals to me. Yeah, yeah. It's just just a fucking great album, and again, just a surprise. Yeah. Which I think is the story of this month. This was so much that have been surprised to enjoy that much. That yeah, it's it's, it's the best kind. Did, did you get a chance to listen to it, Padre? Yeah, that's. I, I agree with what you, you guys have been saying. So I, I need to go back and listen to it more closely. I, I I've had trouble with the internet this week and last week. So this this is de- this is definitely one for you to revisit because it's it's yeah. um it's up your street. So um, look, that was September. It, it was a great month. <laughs> Fucking every month has been a great month. Like Andy said, you you can comfortably have a top thirty albums of the year at the moment. So it's uh it's all good. Um. That we'll be back at some point in the next week or so as we're recording this midweek Friday night. We're at Municipal Waste in Bristol. Um, so we might be a little bit all over the place for the next few days, but we'll work it out. Fuck knows what, but that's gonna be that's gonna be a fucking rager. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna leave I'm gonna leave you with a quote from uh, our good friend, um bass motherfucker Lee from The Grudge. Um, referring to Moonlight Sorcery, his words were, Crivens, it's like Manowar, Satyricon and Carpenter Brute all went home with the wrong shoes on. <laughs> on that note, stay metal. We'll be back soon. <laughs>